What's up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today, my tips, tricks, and all of all of the things I'm going to be discussing today is talking about mapping out a fat loss journey. And I think that the goal today is that I get you guys into a place of understanding what it's going to take to get you to lose 10, 15, 20, 50 pounds, how to actually come off of this I want to use the word hamster wheel of like being on the forever fat loss plan. You're just like going in circles round and round and round and never really getting anywhere, never getting off the plan, never getting actually committed to the plan and really helping you guys understand how to build a fitness journey that you can actually enjoy because fat loss is only one piece of the puzzle of building a body that you are proud of because there's a lot more to your body than how much body fat you have, right? So if you spend your whole life focusing on losing weight, it kind of sucks. You're limiting yourself and all the other things that you can be doing in life. And so that's made the main reason of today's topic, along, along with the fact that I think a lot of people just, they feel frustrated because they don't ever get the results they want because they don't really understand what they're doing wrong. So, and, there, and there's a lot of things that people do wrong, but there's also some things that maybe you're just, just missing the mark on a little bit. And I'm here to kind of, hopefully just kind of make it easy for you guys. I should stop just blabbering and get to the topic, right? First things first, take a sip of my coffee. Hmm. It is 11.30 and I am officially about halfway through my day. I get up pretty early these days. Uh, it's funny, earlier this year, I started having some sleep issues and I was waking up at 3.30 in the morning, like for no reason, not sure what happened, just was driving me crazy. And so I started to be like, well, I'm not going to fight it. Mother nature tells me I got to get up earlier. So I guess I'm going to go to bed earlier. So I now am asleep by sometime between seven 30 and eight and I'm up between four and five and it's been working for me. It's not so great for my social life, but it's really good for my sleep habits right now. So I'm going to keep up with that. And then, yeah, obviously I'm going to sacrifice a couple of days here and there, but I, I've just, I think I have so much energy today because I finally feel like I'm getting good sleep again, which is awesome. So Second thing to talk about before going into today's topic, this is also going to help you guys on your fat loss journey is about, I guess about six weeks ago, I did a fat loss frameworks webinar and my goal was to kind of pilot it into a fat loss frameworks masterclass, but I was also moving and that was a huge stressor. So I wanted to go ahead and, um, oh, Corey, I'm going to, I'm going to comment in a second. Um, I wanted to go ahead and postpone that masterclass until I was able to devote my full attention to it. So if you guys are looking to build out a plan for fat loss and you want to know all the things you have to know from literally the, the basic fundamentals of nutrition to the more complex side of things, I'm going to be breaking it down for you guys and you guys can pick and choose. I'm, I'm creating modules. I've created modules. Now I'm recording, recording the videos for the modules so that you guys will have everything you need to be successful. Um, it's going to be a four-week program. Goal is to get you guys to lose a little bit of body fat before the holidays, but also just showing you guys everything you need to know. No more, what about this? What about that? This is the science. This is everything. So um, it's going to be a four-week program starting on October 20. Let me look. I got Hold on. I got to hold up here. October 22nd through November 18th. So it starts... Uh, and I guess about two weeks now and well, actually about 12 days and it's going to end the week before Thanksgiving. So it's a great time for you guys that are looking to learn a little bit more in this season, um, really getting yourself, getting yourselves ramped up. And the cool thing about this is you'll be able to use it again after this, after the holidays. So 
Um, if you're interested, there's going to be a link to sign up for it in the show notes. Um, you can also reach out to me for more information. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about that. Um, but I definitely want you guys to know that it is going to be coming up. And if you guys want to sign up, go for it. Uh, Mr. Corey and Kenneth. Hello. Happy afternoon. Not good afternoon. Happy afternoon. Uh, Corey mentions that I need some color in this room. Corey, I need color everywhere in my new house. Everything is white and I'm slowly working on room by room. And oh, this is such a segue away from the topic of the day. Um, Corey, I'm kind of trying to theme my house a little bit and I've never had a house before. So this is new to me. I had a studio apartment, so everything was just one theme, but I'm going for this like dark rustic orange and teal in my living room with like gold and dark wood and um, some tan. And then on my front bathroom, it, it's gonna all be kind of like a little bit different. Like my front bathroom right now is black and bamboo. And I'm gonna put like bamboo pictures and like some green greenery in there. So kind of like an Asian, uh, I don't know, theme. But, but anyway, so I'm slowly theming things. Um, I know you're picking on me, but still, I do need color in this room. What you're gonna see on the backsplash eventually, I haven't decided if I wanna put a lot of my CrossFit memorabilia on my back wall, or if I want to put it in my gym, that's kind of the hard thing. Cause like, I kind of want to put, I'm going to be doing some shadow boxes of my jerseys from 2011, 2012, 2015, 19, 21. Um, hopefully I'll have one in 24. We'll see. But I want to kind of get all of that set up on my back wall. And I haven't decided I'm going to put it in here or in my garage. So stay tuned for that. But mm. all right. Enough small talk. Let's get to breaking down how to build a successful and sustainable fat loss journey. First and foremost, fat loss is not meant to be sustainable. It goes against human, it goes against science to say that we can sustain fat loss. Eventually, it's going to stop. We are going to eventually get to, to maintenance again. That's what metabolic adaptation is. But I think what most people are looking for is a fat loss plan that they can actually execute on long enough to see the goals they want for themselves. And I'm going to start by talking about what most people do wrong. Here's what, here's the number one scenario that I see. They wake up one day, they haven't weighed themselves in three months, or they put on a pair of pants they haven't worn in half a year. And they're like, Oh my God, I've gained weight. I need to lose weight today. Okay. Let me start cutting out all of the food that I like to eat right now and just stick to this quote unquote bland diet, chicken and rice, chicken and broccoli, cutting out carbs. And they literally operate on this feeling of like, I feel bloated and gross today and I want this feeling to go away. And as soon as that feeling fades, so does their nutrition habits. And usually we can get bloating to go away in a couple of days. You can literally, people are like, I cut out carbs and I feel less bloated. Well, yeah, carbs cause you to retain some water. So that's kind of natural. You're probably not pooping as much. You probably don't have much waste, as much waste in your belly. It's natural. So they, they start off their plan without thinking about a plan. They're thinking about the today plan. I just want to get out of pain today. And I, I think I mentioned this either on a podcast or a recent, uh, maybe a post in my Facebook group is it's, it's very easy to be motivated when you're pushed by pain. You know, like you're being chased by a dog. You're going to run fast, right? Okay. If I tell you to run faster, to get to the stop sign, it's not the same. Like being pulled by the passion of like running fast doesn't do it for you as much as like, Hey, if I don't run this dog's going to bite me. Same thing with nutrition though. 
when people wake up that morning and they feel like crap about themselves, they're pushed to get out of pain. They got to get out of this pain right away. As soon as the fade, as soon as that pain fizzles, so do their results or so does their, so does their habits. So that's number one. Number two is a lot of people like to do the, let me just try these different things and see what works. And they're like, I'm just going to cut out carbs. I'm just going to cut out, I'm going to stop eating dairy. I'm going to stop eating grains. I'm going to cut out sugar. They're just throwing shit at the wall and they're trying to see what sticks. And usually nothing sticks. They might actually keep up with some of the habits, but nothing actually works to create sustainable fat loss. It's just like, well, I stopped eating these foods. So I'm going to keep stopping eating these foods. And it becomes like more like a, I don't know, more just like a, a new habit, but not really with any purpose, no, not really getting any purpose. Number three is they never fully commit to the program. So even if you are going to go on a low carb diet, low carb diets can be a successful way to lose weight. If you don't like carbs, um, it's a way to limit calorie intake, you know? So, and it's, it's easy for some people to just eliminate a, a, a source of food on their plate than to actually moderate that. Okay. So, but they don't ever fully commit. They might do it for two or three days a week and then not do it the rest of the week. So I see this all the time in my non-successful clients. They're tracking their food for three or four days a week. And then the other three days, they're not showing me anything. So what does that usually tell me? They're likely eating very differently on those days. And they're just either not comfortable tracking those foods. They don't want to see the damage, you know, a number of things they are just being lazy about it. Um, they can't tell me they're too busy. Cause I know guys, it does not take that long to track your food. I'm a, tra I'm a food tracker. Uh, or they, maybe they're committed for a couple of weeks and then they're just done. They're, they're done for like, they do it for two or three weeks or a month. They're like, I'm done. I'm bored. I'm burned out. And they never really fully commit to the program long enough to actually see the results that they want to see. Guys, when it comes to fat loss, it doesn't really happen in a couple of weeks or a month. You got to commit to like 12, 16, 24, 36 long-term. Like it takes a long time to see results. Um, a big one is they make excuses. A lot of people make excuses for why they can't fully commit to the program. Oh, I was doing well, but then I had like these social engagements. Uh, I was doing well, but I had to go to a birthday party. Um, work got busy. I got sick. Uh, all of these different scenarios that they're going to give me of why they just couldn't stick to the nutrition plan. And the reality is those excuses become the scapegoat for you to say, hey, I just don't really want to do this right now. I'd rather be doing something else. And since life is stressful, I'm just going to not stress about that. And there is some truth to honestly, we can only handle so much stress, but it's, it's coming down to the fact that if you truly want to lose fat and that is a goal of yours, that's a stressor that you want to impose on your body. That is a stressor. You are putting stress on your body when you are intentionally trying to lose weight. So if you are going to continue to make excuses for why you can't do that, maybe you should be rethinking what your overall goals are. That's not me being, I guess it is kind of me being tough love coach, but it's, it's more so me putting it out there for you guys to understand like, Hey, fat loss isn't easy. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be rocket science, but it does require some effort, you know, just like going to the CrossFit gym. It's, it's easy to show up. It's not always easy to do the workouts, but you do them. And sometimes they're harder than others, you know? So it's the same thing with your fat loss journey. And the final one, which is also why excuses come in is waiting for the perfect time. Okay. Like I, I was going to get started, but I'm going to wait until after this boils over or 
you know, at the beginning of the new year or whatever it is. Like, it's just like, there's never a perfect time to tell your body like, okay, it's time to underfeed you. <laughs> like that just isn't, it isn't like, there's not really a perfect scenario for that. Right. I think that the perfect time to start is when you've actually looked at your journey, not just from today, but like you're actually building it out with a plan in place. And this is going to segue, segue me into really how to map out your fat loss journey the right way. I've made a couple of episodes in the past about diet periodization and periodization is going to look different to everybody based on your lifestyle, your habits, uh, your overall goals, what things you take part, place in throughout the year. So for a lot of my, you know, I, I like to say athletes, but a lot of my CrossFitters out there who maybe you don't have the goal of like ever competing at a higher level, but you do value your fitness. You do, you know, work hard in the gym and all that stuff. Um, you, you guys do obviously want to be fueling performance around the open or quarterfinals or maybe even semifinals. Um, and that's really where people need to realize that's probably not the ideal time to be focusing on fat loss. Now, if you're dialing in your nutrition to perform your best and you've been eating a shitty diet, you might lose weight in that process because you're cleaning things up. But the goal shouldn't be like, how lean can I get while I'm trying to perform my best? It's like, okay, during that season, I'm focusing on, you know, being able to perform my best and I want to fuel my body to perform my best. Some people periodization might look like you take a lot of vacations in the summertime. Vacation season is not like the ideal situation to be like focusing on fat loss. Nobody wants to be, you know, on a vacation, like, you know, trying to figure out how to macro in their drinks and, you know, desserts and fun foods, right? Like that's just not always going to be easy. So at the end of the day, um, you know, you want to make sure that you map out your phase. Corey, I love what you just said about your mom, your mother-in-law, I should say. Your mother-in-law made gumbo Sunday and I borrowed one of her measuring cups to measure rice because goals. I love that. And this is where people have to realize, you know, those types of things, you're, you're not going to build your fat loss plan. Oh, I can't do this because I go to my mom-in-law's every Sunday. That's part of your routine and your fat loss goals can also work into that. But I'm talking about like the big picture things like, you know, uh, like I said, vacations, seasonal stuff that you want to watch out for. So you don't want to be focusing on fat loss during those phases. And so when we talk about periodization for nutrition, you have to realize that there are a few phases of nutrition that we all are going to experience throughout the course of a year. And you can kind of use seasons as a, as a great way to explain it. If you have a goal of fat loss right now, okay, your first priority is a priming phase or a prep phase. And this is going to depend on your current nutrition habits and you know, like how long, like, so if you've been literally living in a chronic deficit for like the last two years on and off, your prep phase might be four to six weeks of like just eating at maintenance calories and not focusing on losing weight, but like, okay, I want this to be the last time I ever want to lose weight. So I need to really prep my body and get my mind in a good place to understand what it looks like to fuel my body. That negative relationship with food is what keeps a lot of people stuck because the only time they're ever dialing in their nutrition is when they're trying to lose weight. And then they end up always focusing on eating less versus finding the power in being able to fuel your body and eating a little bit more food. So we want to have that prep phase. It can be anywhere from one to two weeks, like I said, to four to six weeks. Some clients, it might be up to eight weeks, depending on 
how, you know, how, if you've been chronically dieting for a long time and you're not getting anywhere, you might need a little bit more of this. This is where I should honestly bring up the point that this is where some people might need a reverse diet before they start. And it's not for everybody. Some people I can jump them right into fat loss pretty quickly, but it really just comes down to how comfortable is this person eating enough food? Because that's going to make sure they're set up for success to maintain the weight that they lost. Then we're going to have our fat loss phase. And this is where we're going to be dialing things in. This is why optimizing first is so important because if you are, okay, so when it comes to, you know, figuring out your fat loss phase, you're looking at calories. That's what matters most. Okay. So those guys that are just trying to cut out carbs or cut out this or do fasting, like you're not going to outsmart the calorie equation. The calorie equation still matters. So when it comes to your fat loss phase, you can keep guessing about things or you can rip the bandaid off and do it the right way. And guess what? You're going to get a lot quicker results. But if your total daily energy cal calorie expenditure, total daily energy expenditure calculator tells you that you're burning 2,300 calories a day, but you're only comfortable eating 15 to 1600 calories a day right now, chances are it's going to be very hard to lose weight because if that's all you're eating right now, you're going to start, your, your body's already adapted to that and it's going to further adapt. So now the next step is we've got to drop calories more. So by, first of all, we're going to bring our calories up to that maintenance number. And that number is a estimation. It's not a calculate. The calorie calculator is not 100% accurate, but it's a great place to start and working up to that number. How do you know when you're there? You feel like you have enough food in your belly. You're not really hungry ever. If you eat any more food, you, you, you could do without it. You're not really, you kind of feel like at this point, you, you don't have to think about it. That's how it should feel, you know? Um, a lot of people use the scale. Oh my God. What if the weight goes up? That's not, you have to go by your cues. Okay. So, but in your fat loss phase, you're going to want to know, okay, I've optimized my calories at maintenance in my prep phase. I know where I have to start and I'm going to start to drop somewhere between 10 and 20% of my overall calories. I'm going to make sure I keep pro protein the same. I'm going to balance out my carbs and my fats and I'm going into fat loss phase. When you guys are building out these periods, I'm going to go, let me, let me keep going about these phases and, and I'll talk about building them out and all that stuff from there. When you get through your fat loss phase, Hey, I lost 20 pounds. I feel great. I'm awesome. Okay. Now you want to talk about maintaining that new weight. And this is where you have to stay pretty much status quo on food and let that new body weight set point kind of settle in because your body is naturally happy with a little bit more body fat on it naturally. So we want to make sure that we are instilling the, the, the whole central nervous system connection with our new body of like, Hey, this is the new norm. I don't want to put on weight. I want to live here. And your body's going to start to adapt that. Then we do the reverse diet, bring calories up to maintenance. You're feeling really good. You're now eating more. You're noticing PRs in the gym again. And then we go into just kind of like living your life. I like to call it going from intentional eating to intuitive eating and then self-monitoring to ensure that we are maintaining the results that we've created. We're not letting our habits slide too far in the back. So that's really, I guess it's five phases. You got your prep phase, your fat loss phase, maintenance phase, reverse diet, self-monitoring, moving on. So that's kind of what you're looking at in terms of the overall structure of building a fat loss plan. But guess what? How many of you guys out there ever actually looked at your fat loss plan like that? Very few. Very few people have actually taken the time to actually look at what it looks like on a clock or on a calendar to be building out a fat loss plan. And this is where I'm going to talk to you guys about building out your fat loss journey is the first thing to start with is like, 
how much weight are you trying to lose? If you want to lose 20 pounds, we're looking at a six month time frame between all of these phases. If you're wanting to lose, you know, 20 to 40 or, you know, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, we're looking a little bit longer. Anywhere up to that, we're looking much longer. And what I like people to think about is because we know we're looking at a much longer commitment is to always break your journey down into somewhere between 10 and 20 pound increments, maybe 30 pounds if you have a significant amount of weight to lose and letting your cycle happen that way. I'm going to drop 20 to 30 pounds. And that's going to be my periodized approach to fat loss. And then I'm going to do that again. And then I'm going to do that again. And I want you guys to relate this to maybe a weightlifting cycle. You know, you've, you've heard of like Wendler, I'm sure, or Strongest 5x5, five five, whatever it is. Okay. These weight loss or these weight training cycles, you can do them over and over and over again. And what you'll see is they, they start off at a lower percentage, they build, and then they deload. And they start off lower again, they build, they deload. Fat loss planning is the exact same way, but a lot of people don't look at it that way. They're on the literally the forever fat loss plan. The only thing they're ever focusing on is losing weight. And it's why they continue to struggle to lose weight. Okay. So we want to have these different periods built in. This is how you build the metabolism. This is how you body recomp. This is how you build muscle. This is how you get much faster results that actually stick. Guess what guys? Also this method makes it more likely that you're going to maintain your results because you're spending more time thinking about nutrition. I know that people don't want to think about nutrition, but guess what? The more time you think about nutrition, the less likely you are to put the weight back on. The less time you spend thinking about nutrition, the more likely you are to put the weight back on. Okay. So we want to make sure we're keeping ourselves focused there. Now let's talk about how you can apply this periodized approach to your journey. Okay. To your own journey. All right. So for instance, right now I'm about to start a four week fat loss frameworks plan. Okay. We are going into the holiday season, but the holiday season does not mean it's a bad time to lose weight. All right. I think that people tend to overthink the holiday season. They, they literally make themselves anxious about the holiday season before it even comes. Okay. Because realistically it's two weeks out of the year or two weeks out of the out of the four weeks, you got Thanksgiving week, which really isn't that big of a deal. Um, and then it's really Christmas week. So it's really one week with Thanksgiving being maybe a couple of extra dinners. All right. That's not going to completely derail you. In fact, there's ways that we can work that into a fat loss plan that actually works. Okay. So when it comes to building out your fat loss journey, here's what you have to start with. I already said this, <laughs> how much weight are you trying to lose? I'm going to put 20 pounds out there. I'm trying to lose 20 pounds. All right. Okay. Where am I at right now? Well, I got to do a little bit of a priming phase. I think I need, maybe you only need two weeks. I'm going to prime for two weeks. I'm going to make sure that I'm eating enough. I'm going to go all in on day one. I'm going to optimize my nutrition, two weeks priming, and then I'm going to drop into fat loss. Okay. You might have uh, vacations, travel, things planned in your fat loss phase. That's okay. But what you want to do is in this fat loss phase, give yourself little intervals, right? So like, let's just say it's October 10th. You're starting my fat loss frameworks plan on October 22nd. You know that in four weeks you have Thanksgiving week. So you're going to like, all right, I'm in, I'm starting my fat loss phase on October 22nd. I'm going to go fat loss for those four weeks. Week of Thanksgiving, I'm going to maintain. I'm going to smooth sail. 
you're still in a fat loss phase, but you're taking a little bit of a diet break and then you're going to pick it back up the week after Thanksgiving. Okay, cool. We're back in fat loss phase back in full swing. You might have a few dinners here and there. We can still lose weight throughout that period. Christmas week comes, boom, another fat loss break, maintenance. Holidays are over. We're in January. You got nothing on your calendar for like eight weeks. You got a full eight weeks now to devote to fat loss. Now we've got four, four weeks, essentially, I'm sorry, four, eight, 12, 16 weeks, essentially of focusing on fat loss. That's how you build out your fat loss plan. Okay. Then you're thinking about your next vacation. All right. I have a vacation plan, spring break. Maybe that's when you're like, all right, I've been pushing since October. I want to hopefully be down this 20 to 30 pounds before spring break. And then you're going to start to work on, you know, hopefully let's just say it's October, November, December, January, February, March. So let's just say February, end of February, you're like, I'm, I lost 20 pounds. Maybe you're going to start to do on that a little bit of that maintenance phase into the reverse diet, taking you into your spring break. Spring break, you're maintaining, you're eating a little bit more food, you're feeling good. And, and then maybe you decide from there, you want to go back into fat loss again. Okay. So, or if you're happy with your body composition, now we're just working on self-monitoring, moving on. Okay. That's how you build out a fat loss journey. I think that the other thing that people have to realize with, with this whole body composition stuff, you know, cause at the end of the day, if you have a hundred pounds to lose and you're consistent with losing weight, eventually you're only going to have 10 or 15 or 20. Everybody's going to experience that part where you're coming down to the last 10 pounds, 15 pounds, and you're trying to figure out like, what's your goal weight. And I think this is where a lot of people also go wrong is they think that they have to stay the exact same weight year round. And I just had this uh, talk with one of my clients, just like seasons in, in CrossFit, you're going to be likely in better shape around the open season than you are in October. You know, games athletes are in better shape in season than they are in off season, any athlete, right? With fat loss, okay? We don't want to see big spikes or big changes in our weight. We don't want to yo-yo our weight, you know, 10, 15, 20 pounds, but you might find that you're a little bit leaner in the summertime and a little bit heavier in the wintertime after you get to your goal weight. That's okay. What I like people to think about is, I like to call it the fluff weight, and the lean weight or the shredded weight and the fluff weight. And it's really a five pound difference. So let's just say in the summertime, you're a female and you're happy between 130 and 135. You see your abs a little bit, it's maintainable. You can still enjoy your life, but you feel happy about your body. You're comfortable in a bathing suit. If you're a guy, you're five foot 10, you're about 180 to 85 pounds, feeling shredded. You see good definition. You're happy there for the summertime. Wintertime comes, you're going back into a little bit of a building phase. You're going to try and put on some muscle. This is how body recomp happens. Maybe you walk around at 188 to 190, right? So in the summertime, you might be 180 to 185. In the winter, you might be 185 to 190. And then you'll cut again. That's also okay. That's not yo-yoing your weight. That's keeping yourself in like within the buoys. And you're happy at your weight, whether it's the 190 or the 182 or the 132 or the 138, but you've given yourself a range of like, okay, in this season, I'm working on building some muscle, really focusing on like just being overall healthy, not being in a calorie deficit. And then before the summertime, I'm going to be a little bit more shredded. That's all fine. And this is where people have to realize that your body is not just like this 
one-stop shop, this one time I'm going to lose fat. And like, it, it's, it's more to it than that. But your fat loss phase is what I really want to harp on today is that doesn't have to be this long, extended, painful thing. If you commit to it and you just give it everything you got and you don't make excuses and you realize that like life isn't going to ever give you the perfect time. There's going to be, there's going to be things that come up. There's you. I want you guys to experience like going out with your friends, eating socially, all that stuff is going to happen during your fat loss phase. You got to drop this mindset of like, that's cheating or that's setting you back. No, what sets you back is literally eating with abandon and not having any accountability. You can still be dialed in and enjoy yourself. You know, you can still have different foods and lose weight. It doesn't have to be this crazy diet. So this coffee's really good today. Um, anyways, guys, I feel like I covered a lot today um, on building out your fat loss plan. I know it was kind of a little bit all over the place, but that's just because fat loss, it's really not this like clear cut plan. It, it really is individualized for every person. But I hope that what you guys can hear is that when you're in the phase of fat loss, like you're focusing on fat loss and that making excuses and telling yourself that the dog ate your homework isn't going to get you the results you want. <laughs> okay. So, um, I also think that, like I said earlier on, is like continuing to guess is making you just, it's making it take so long, just cutting out carbs, just doing fasting, just doing X, Y, Z. And you're never really getting anywhere because you're never really committed to something with actual metrics to track. Okay. So what you can track, you can change. So, or they only track their weight. It's so much bigger than that. So, and they track their weight wrong. I could, oh my God, I get another rabbit hole here. I get this all too. Also, people, if you are in a fat loss phase and you're only weighing yourself once a week, you are doing yourself a huge disservice. In your fat loss phase, a little tangent, okay? You guys should be weighing yourself daily. First thing in the morning, empty stomach. Not because you're expecting the weight to drop every single day, because weight fluctuations are completely normal. We're getting the most, I would say the most un- untouched or un, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The most neutral weigh in first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. Hopefully after you use the bathroom, some people get a little bit nervous poop in the morning. They can't poop right away, but talking poop again. Oh geez. And Scott's not here. Um, but listen, first thing in the morning, empty stomach after you use the bathroom is the best way you can do. What you want to do though, is you want to take those data points for seven days, average them out. So weigh it. So add all the numbers together divide by seven. That gives you your weight for this week. Let's just say you're a woman and your average weight for week one was 147.3. Okay. Week two, you do the same thing and your weight was 145.2. Okay. So you lost 2.1 pounds. That shows you how much you're losing week to week. These whole like once a week weigh-ins are like, that's literally like, it could be the highest number of the week, the lowest number of the week or somewhere in between, but doesn't really give you an accurate gauge of things. More data points, the better off you are to get a better accurate gauge. So that is all I got today, guys. Fat Loss Frameworks is coming up. If you guys want to sign up, like I said, there is a link in the show notes for the application. I am looking forward to helping people. I am going to limit signups for this because, again, just like the summer sprint, I am going to be individualizing and customizing things. 
and I don't want to do this in for the masses and then obviously not be able to provide the coaching that you all deserve. So um, I'm looking forward to meeting some people. If you want to sign up, please sign up. If you guys want more information, like I'm an open book, you can always DM me. I will talk to you guys via text, messenger, phone call if you need to. Um, and that is pretty much it. So happy Tuesday, crew. Talk to you all soon.